It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can't I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime Beck and Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Welcome back. You are tuned into the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. We are balls deep once again in the super dull Zach Shalcross. Even that name. I know we talked about this last week. Oh, apologies. As it was pointed out to me that it sounded like I was having some sort of a respiratory emergency last week. As I stated at the top of the show, I was not in the Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters. I was away on a ski trip and I happened to be lying on my back with a beer in my hand and talking through my the microphone on my son's headphones recording that episode for you the people so you could have it so yes I was a little breathy my apologies it won't happen again jeez I'm joined as always by the great Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Hello, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hello there. Yo. Yeah, the, um, you know, given my line of work, I had a lot of people, Stop. you know, a lot Stop. of radio snobs Stop. that were like, dude, what's up with the quality of that? Have they ever heard you on anything before? <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, ironic that, uh, I I just started using a microphone you sound a great. months ago. So. <laughs> you sound great. Um, and I sound great. I didn't happen to last week, which is why I prefaced prior to the at the beginning of the episode that it was, you know, it was an issue, but we had to bring the content to the people. And I don't know why it sounded so breathy. I felt fine. I was not <laughs> I was not having a respiratory emergency. But I, you know, I had been snowboarding all day and, and I was drinking, so that could have been it. How are you, no, buddy? I am. Yeah. I am remiss. I am remiss yeah. because uh, let's let's take care of some business here Uh-oh. before we get into the content of episode two. Fox um, Fox Fox Sports is Fox Sports Radio's John Ramos is as he checked so, in. Yeah. So so if you were to uh, check a little bit about John Ramos here in a little bit, but if you were Great to guy. check. The uh, the episode title of of our first episode season of this season. Smell my breath. Smell my breath was a listener uh, recommendation. Now, I said last week that it was a listener suggestion, and I forgot to actually mention him by name. Jeff Jones, Jonesy, Jonesy. One of our listeners. He recommended the name, and we used it on the podcast. So I think that. That probably works as uh, motivation for our listeners right now. If you have any, um, you know, suggestions, absolutely to name our podcast. I I came up with one myself. Uh, okay, this one, um, and I think needed validation or yep. uh, validation, validate it, validated any variation of validate is the buzz term of these Gen Z con- contestants. Oh yeah. And, 
they utilize it as liberally as they do the word literally. Like yes. Sometimes it fits, sometimes it doesn't, but anything that happens, validate. They also like to be heard. I feel heard. I feel seen. Yep. You're Or you're on fucking television. I would hope oh. you feel seen. By the way, you have, uh, you know, I think you have teenagers. I do. Um, I work with a couple twenty somethings, so oh yeah, I, I need to address something right now. Uh oh, and because it came up a couple times in this episode. Yep. You know, we, we have a few twenty something contestants, and I want to bring up. Um, I don't even know if you would call it a vernacular. What what is what is the actual term for like uh, kind of like the uh, the way people talk? The like it's a mm. it's not slang. It's a lexicon. I don't, yeah. know, I don't even know what you talk, but this is the exact accent, local color. Like uh, one of our editors, you know. Yep. Um, he's twenty something, good guy, and I'm like, hey man, thanks for doing that for me. And this is this is how he'll say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's yeah. something about yeah. the repeated uh-huh. yeah with a little bit of uh, high. You know, raising the tone of your voice a little bit. Up speak. That's when you go yeah, up at yeah. the end where, you, yeah, where yeah, everything yeah. sounds like a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like it's it's a way of like saying, of, of course, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's a there's just multiple yes. And uh, I noticed it in, the, in in this episode a couple of times. And yeah. I just have to bring it up that that is definitely a a brand new kind of Gen Z thing that I keep hearing. And if I ever hear myself use it, then I'll really feel defeated. But For sure. I'm gonna, you guys could own that, own that, whatever well, you call it. You're in your 50s, so we don't have to worry about that. Us, us younger people, that might be an issue for. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, um, any other business you want to take care of? No, I'm, I'm here to talk batch, dog. Okay. Let's get into it. Just want to remind the listeners, we're called the, um, the great white shark in a, you know, in a sea of, bachelor podcast there's a lot of choices out there but y'all come to us because we have teeth that's right uh, we give you we i think the great john ramos uh today put it very eloquently um john ramos was trying to sell one of our co-workers uh monty bonio bolaños uh, you Monsi are Bolanos. hold on do you hear that <laughs> That's Jason Stewart dropping names. Oh, yeah. I thought you were. I thought that was some kind of nuclear war. Or Another respiratory emergency. Oh, incoming! It's names. Okay, go on. John Ramos was such an advocate of this podcast. Great guy that he was trying to sell Monty Bolaños on watching it. She's you know she does updates for our network. What a name. In a lot. Beautiful name, Monty Bolaños. Is that like her traffic name? Does she have a real name? And that's her that's her stage name? That's her radio name? I think that's it. Now, this is how John uh, summed up our show, and it's a pretty good, it's a really eloquent, sophisticated way of, of summing up our show. He said, uh, you need to listen to this podcast. There are two old guys oh. that, that take this Bachelor franchise, and they just take a dump on it. Wow, God, disgusting, John Ramos. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, a pr- it, dis- no. not approved marketing language. There, I have not signed yeah. off on that one. Check out my Instagram at Brian Beckner. One of us is certainly not an old guy, and that's me. I'm talking about me, ah. not an old guy. 
You can look at me. I'm available on the internet, also on Twitter, at Brian Becker. B, we do not use potty language on this show. That is not going to be the way we talk here, John Ramos. We got to do better, okay, buddy? If we're if we're trying to sell the show to Monty Bolaños, we got, we got to get approved language, and you can run that by me, okay? Yep, and I, you know what, and... Give me some latitude. He may have just said out and out, take a shit on it. Mm, Very sophisticated. Now, I will will give him credit for this. That's a very apt metaphor for or analogy for what we do. I mean, we we do, uh, you know, metaphorically, we do take our shots. Yes. We don't we don't respect the show. And we think we think the show is is awful garbage. At the same time, we can't stop watching it, it's and we, we love to talk about it. So totally. that's a brief summary of, of, of our, our show's motto. Yep. Um, let's go uh, episode two. So um, now we start the show, basically, because there we go. Um, as Jesse puts it, you know, Jesse sits down with Zach, and then he sits down with all the ladies, but not before the ladies run into the mansion for the first time and start jumping on beds and couches. Um, you know, this is the while they're in LA. They're screaming. They scream. They run everywhere. They scream. And it's I'll never get used to it. Yeah. Um, so Jesse walks into the room and says, uh, hey, just talk to Zach. Uh he really believes that he sees his wife in this room right now. Oh my god. And then all the girls just are like, ooh. Oh my yeah. God! I can't wait. And uh, and then Jesse says we're going to do something different this time around. Since Zach didn't talk to all y'all on the first night, everybody's going on a date. Yeah. Oh, because uh, they, they usually leave one or two out. And yeah. It's not very interesting. So That's it all. Really but it's always fun because then that person stews on it, and yeah, they feel yeah. you know they're like I didn't get any time. I mean, we still have that, of course. Yeah, uh, it didn't impact the episode much. So, um. So basically, he said the first uh, we're going to have two group dates, and then one person is going to have a very intimate date. So he weaves a date card out there. The first group date is announced as uh, from Zach. I'm looking for big, big love. Yeah. And these these uh, these clues on the date cards are so vague and so general, but they always have a cast member, at least one, being like, "I wonder what that could mean." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, and what does it mean? Big, big love. I guess it means we're going to meet up with a very new one hit wonder hip hop chick. Never heard of this chick. Um, well, Lego. Have, what was her name? Lego. Lado. Let me, let me tell you my story with Lado. Lado. Uh, Lado. 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 Yes. So it was just on one of the Instagram messages or something along the way. And I noticed that she had. She has recently sampled the old Tom Tom Club song. Oh, now the Tom Tom Club song. Great song. Great song. That, that song came out in the eighties. Great song. Then Mariah Carey sampled yep. that song for her song "Fantasy" in the nineties, yep. and then it became, you know, platinum. It's a banger. I read that Lado. No. When she just redid this song yep. and sampled the Tom Tom Club, she just thought she was sampling Mariah Carey. Uh, hey, 
I bet the Tom Tom Club doesn't care because they're stacking it. They're like, just keep bringing the money. We don't care. I'm guessing the lawyers, yeah, yeah. needed yeah. to acknowledge Tom, but Lado or Lado is, yeah. is such a a superficial uh, person that she didn't even uh, acknowledge Tom Tom Club. So I want to on this podcast acknowledge Tom Tom Club. I, I I appreciate that too because that is a banger. I will I will only say this: I never heard of Lado Lado before. Is is her other name perhaps? Maybe I would have heard of her if they called her. 45% of Lizzo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Perfect. about right. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. A lot of work done. Yes. A lot of work done on yeah. Lado. Um, now, I guess her mantra or one of her big songs or her album, whatever, is Bad Bitch Energy. So mm. she's she's a new hip hop artist and Bad Bitch Energy is her thing. So the whole date becomes about which of these women on the group date could be the baddest bitch. Oh, this was so stupid. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, they felt the need to also, as if Lado wasn't enough, yeah. they had to bring in alumni. Oh, to, God, I'm reliving it. Yeah. To judge bad bitch energy, they had to bring in alumni. <sighs> so we got Victoria from Bachelor in Paradise yep. and all that, all that drama yep. where she cheated on on our guy Johnny yep. and went to Paris with some other dude. Yep. Uh, she's probably on to her next uh, Navy SEAL. It's frog then there's, the, then there's Tasha Wan. Tasha Wan. Yep. She's more recent. Appearance. Yep. Yeah. Had a brief appearance on a bachelor recently and, and whatnot. And then there's other two other alumni. No, that I'm not familiar no with. there's only one other one. And it was actually kind of surprising. Courtney Robertson who I believe was came to prominence. Oh, I can't remember the guy's season. I believe she won the bachelor and she was like the villain. She was the first villain to win, but then yes. But then when her NDA expired, she wrote a sort of a tell all book. I thought she was, we got to get, we got to get with our dear friend. Whoa, I just hit the mic. Sorry. We just, we got to get with our dear friend reality, Steve on this because Courtney, as far as I know, has been exiled from the Bachelor world. And I happen to know that she sells real estate in Glendale. (laughs) She looks familiar now that you Courtney Robertson. Yeah. Was she uh, she was on Wyandotte season? No, she's this is she was on a while ago before we started covering it. She. Skinny dipped. She really, she really honey dipped. Like she was the oh, first Ben Plajnik. Yes, she was the first to be like super sex forward on the show, and the other chicks hated her guts. And I think she won. Okay, it was stunning to see her return. Honestly, I was, I was very surprised. You know, that's why I didn't recognize her. This was before we started covering it. We've yep. been doing this for close to 10 years yep. it seems. Yep. Okay. So um so they for whatever reason were brought in. Um Victoria got just about zero airtime. Um and her, you know, the alumni and and Lado were going to judge who the baddest bitch is. God. So they did like a, a strut down a catwalk 
Um, and yep. then they did this thing where they just literally like got up on uh, Zach's lap and was doing like a total stripper routine. It basically was. It was like, hey, just everybody like go up there and like start rubbing your ass on his dick was yep. basically the thing. And I said, and here's the here's the quandary I'm in, because the, I was like, episode one. I told my chick, I'm like, oh, I got to watch The Bachelor. And she never watches it with me. So she's like, oh, I'll watch it with you. And this is the first time in years that she's agreed to. And I'm like, okay. And so then this week's episode, she's like, you want to watch The Bachelor? I'm like, yeah. So this bad bitch thing comes up. And I look at her and I'm like, I usually fast forward through all this bullshit. I'm I, Now I'm stuck because I'm not watching it alone on my computer. I'm sharing time with my special lady. I actually had to sit through the entire bad bitch segment and yeah. it was fucking awful. It is horrible. Yeah, no, it's, it's cringy. Um, and if you think about it last week, they were yep. grinding on each other on this guy yep. on the party bus. And the first group date, they, they're doing the same shit. Yep. The, at least this show is all about finding love. Yeah, not right. To do with exploiting b- beautiful people, and also they're uh, like they're doing the bad bitch thing, and there's nothing they could do. And I, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, the real bad bitch thing to do is to walk out, <laughs> walk right past the dude, don't even look at him, and start talking to one of his friends. Like that's how that's how, that's what a real bad bitch would do. She uh, would ignore his ass and not try to get his attention. So, um, so that kind of ends. Nobody's really voted the baddest bitch. Um, Horrible. So I don't know. What, I don't know what the whole alumni judges thing was, but I guess the, well, the reason they did that is because Taishwan or Tashwan, she um, she has an eye for Zach. She she meets Zach and she kind of likes his vibe. So that's a little foreshadowing for the very created and scripted drama. Yeah. That uh, that ensues. So horrible. So they get to their post uh, group date drinks. Uh, a lot of women on couches. Yep. Zach just wants to get to know you better, yep. uh, which is code for make out with each of you. Also, also one of my, like your pet peeves is food served on people. Yep. One of my pet peeves with the bachelor. And obviously I have many, anybody that's new to the show might not know that one of my pet peeves. And you usually see this on the hometown segment is non-refreshed drinks. And this was off the chain in this episode because they were having their, um, you know, their post group date cocktail party. And there, there went from ice to no ice in these drinks. And these girls were just sipping these watered down, disgusting cocktails. How about a new drink? How is there not a PA? On set that whose job is continuity of beverages. I don't want to see a a worn out, iceless drink again in my life. It's disgusting. And it takes me out of it. I realize, oh, they've been sitting here for hours. This is not, this isn't five minutes later. This is three hours later. Get them a new drink. That's a, a great point. Thank you. Um, 
Catherine, uh, I think one of your favorites. She's one of the first to, to uh, get some alone time with I like them, her, and they they start making out. Yep. Now Brianna, she's a big drama case. Uh, now if, uh, Brianna was America's choice. She's the one who got a rose as as by voted by the fans because she came out in the original. Yeah, the original five yep. on the on the on the women tell all or whatever the after the rose last season. Yep. And, um, she has an insecurity about that, and this is really weird. This is her insecurity. Since America chose her to have a rose, then she didn't feel like she was desired by Zach. She isn't, one. by the way. That's it's actually not because she got a rose. He's just not into her. Well, she's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he actually says to her at the end of this episode, it's just not very fun talking to you. He, he literally yeah. said that. Yeah. And so she starts crying to him here and says that she talks about this weird insecurity. And then he says a couple really like deep voice things like, uh, I think you're here and, and you're special. And then they start making out. Uh, so they're, they, they're good for now. Um, you know, of course, because the rose is is to be given out on this this uh you know post date drinks they a couple women uh, actually utter the phrase you know I really want a rose because it would validate my feelings yeah validate <laughs> validate my feelings that's yep. everybody yep everybody yeah um now they go back to the mansion because they want to give away the first one on one date so they can get her ready and and show all the women that are fake uh happy for her and uh mandrell gets the first one-on-one date christina mandrell uh i think granddaughter of barbara mandrell we got to figure that out it's you you keep explaining the episode and i'm going to figure out the relationship because she's obviously too young to be her daughter could she could she be one of the mandrell sisters because yeah remember barbara mandrell had sisters yeah, maybe it's a maybe Barbara's a, a, like a really older aunt. Yeah. All right, so um, so Christina Mandrell gets the one-on-one date, and then she reveals uh to the viewers that she has a child. She has a child. Yeah. Well, she which, no, she said that she, she said that before. It wasn't that wasn't breaking so, news on this episode. She said it on episode okay. one. Yep. And uh, I had not seen the episode on Monday night. So I didn't see it until Tuesday. Now, John Ramos on Tuesday morning said, Hey, um, he asked a very valid question, but I didn't know the answer to it. Cause I hadn't seen the episode. He said, um, wouldn't they have like a thing, like a, uh, a survey. And, and if you, if you have kids, you can't be on the show. Cause Zach yeah. obviously doesn't want <sighs> to, to be with somebody He's, who has kids. That is clear. So, so, so why why would she even be cast it's great. if this, it's great. this was going to be like yes. we see what Zach's reaction is it's like fantastic. why would she even be allowed on the show yes. other than just to cause drama and fuck with uh, a six year old kid yes. without a father okay. but this happens on every every let's not forget the two there was two bachelorettes and one was called fuck I can't remember either of their names it was Rachel and um. Oh yeah, Rachel. Rachel and what's her name? The other one, Stacy. No, uh, Rachel. And Katie. Her name, and, the, and she didn't. She didn't really like kids either. The, yeah, she was the Denver Broncos former cheerleader that was also a nurse. She had that guy Nate. Gabby. Gabby. She had that guy Nate, and that dude Nate was like, 
hey, you know, I got a kid. Later, we learned that from Reality Steve that people that he previous dated did not know he had a kid. He had like no pictures in his house or anything like that. But she was not into that either. I think they do this on purpose, but to cause a little drama. Yeah, the kind of the kind of character that this casting um, office looks for is the kind of guy that supposedly would date a woman for two years, yep. and then that woman would say, "I never knew he had a." Kid. That's right. That was the deep. That, yeah. Yes. It was like a long term relationship that he never mentioned that he had a child. It's that kind of integrity uh, that that this casting office is looking for. for yes. The show. Yes. Now, um, so. Uh, anyways, we go back to the group date because somebody needs a rose. Um, yes. Let's see. Bailey is Baleen. Uh, Baleen is in the yes. interview uh, on camera saying, you know what? All of us women are just are getting along. I'd be shocked if there was any drama yeah. on this date. Yeah, that it was it was so such a setup. So totally. she says that. Yep. And then immediately, Tashwan, one of the alum, walks into the uh, place where they're having their drinks. And right now is when it starts to just become a scripted thing where Tashwan is simply there to fuck around and to mix shit up. So she even admits it. They do this pretty much every season now where they go, oh, here's um, Heather, the virgin from two seasons ago. And she wants that dick. So we, you know, we've let her, we've decided to let her explore her love journey. And it all started. Let's, let's not forget. It all started when Nick Vile, my one, just one of the slimiest human beings ever to exist. Nick Vile showed up on Kate, Catherine, Caitlin, Caitlin, the dancer who's since had to, a tremendous amount of face work sex positive he he no this is before yeah but i mean she also is sex positive but she didn't she doesn't identify as that she he showed up on her season randomly had sex with her that night and then she announced oh he's on the show now and now that's just a thing they do every season they go hey here's a rando and it's so boring it's like it's because they don't have two hours of content that's the thing they have not even an hour of content that they try to stretch to two hours every week and you end up with oh here's tajuan who's going to be gone in 20 minutes and you realize your life has been wasted (laughs) yeah and she never really even acts like she's interested in love like no she you could tell they they gave her a couple thousand more dollars and they said we need you just to go on and piss people off yep uh she she just walks up interrupts one-on-one time with cat um who's 26 uh going on 53 i like cat yes yeah she's look she's she's an age liar she's a she plays it fast and loose with the age but she makes a lot of very funny faces or or made spoiler alert yeah yep that's it no, that's, oh. that's all i had to say <laughs> okay. yeah yeah i liked her uh, yeah uh one of the more underrated lines of last week's podcast and i'll i'll repeat it cuz you know brian was like moving around or he was like oh my God. coughing or you know coughing. Getting, good, 
getting a loogie going while I said it last week. Jason, so, uh, we don't use the L word on this show. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so Kat, uh, she's the one when uh, when they gave her the the you know application to fill out, and it says what is your age? She <laughs> thought it said um, what is half your age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so she put twenty six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, she's in her mid forties. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. So Tashwan yeah. just sits next to Zach and says, Hey, just want to let you know, I was watching you today and, um, I, you know, I'm attracted to you and I want, I want to join this cast. I want to join this season. So dumb. But I, you never got the feeling that she was serious. No. And he's like, uh, let me think about he, it. He, uh, yes. and, and so that just meant him thinking about it, gave the show time for a uh, cat to tell the rest of the cast members that Tashwan has invaded their space yep. and they, they all go as a group yes. to confront her and Tashwan gives up the fact that she's a working actor on this moment. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I was just kind of looking at, um, at all, all you women today. And I'm like, I don't see a wife in yeah. the group at all. And yeah. I mean, you guys, I, I, I figured that I could just come in and stir things up and compete and maybe win the prize. And, uh, and everyone's like, what do you mean? Did you say competition? Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is. You think all of y'all are marrying uh, Zach? No, no. You know, so, so she basically was just fucking around. Um, Zach comes back to the group and tells the ladies after they were really kind of nervous. He's like, uh, I can't do that to you guys. And uh, we're, we're going to move on without Tashwan. Jason. I mean, you do an amazing Zach Shawcross. I have to, I have to well, give it up to you. I'm from North Orange County. I mean, Anaheim Hills. That is true. You're from one town over from where he's from. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. That reminds me of another exchange between Monsi Bolaños and John Ramos. You know, yeah. it's become. It's basically become like in the last what five to eight seasons, like it's become a, a a normal thing for the for the show subject to make out with all the contestants on the group. Yeah, shows. yeah. But for the first like you know ten to fifteen seasons, like making out was kind of a thing that was special, and you didn't see a lot of it. Didn't see it. Now, That's true. Now they do it every group date. They yeah. do it. And then Ramos pointed out that the fact that it's and it's always great to see Zach like. Not only making out with her, but like putting his hand on 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 her hip, yeah. on her thigh yeah. as he's doing it. And I said, they should call him Zach Shall Grope. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I I I agree with you. The making out is much more prevalent than it ever was before. I will say this: he's as someone who's been described as wooden and laconic. This guy is is. Jason Stewart's wooden and laconic taken to the nth degree and his, his make, he is not into the makeouts. He is so stiff. His lips barely move, move. He's teeth forward in these situations and he barely leans in when he goes to make out. He just kind of like puts his head over to the side and sort of presents his face for making out. It seems <laughs> completely staged it seems completely fake and then uh, additional to the this discussion of making out is the girls discuss making out and they're like what how do you guys feel about tongue should like 
There, like, you kiss your grandma without tongue. I love you, that. You make out with a chick. You use your tongue. Is this? Uh, is this a millenn? Is this a Gen Z thing where they're just so lazy that they don't know how to I, kiss people properly? Oh well, I mean, most of their relationships, including intimate relationships, are on Snapchat or whatever. Right. I mean, right. They make out on their yeah. phones. Yeah, there isn't a lot of practice for these women at uh, French kissing and stuff. Now, uh, Zach had to deliver this producer-fed line, um, and I think it was like contracted that they had to mention Lado or Lado's name. He's like... Um, 45% of Lizzo? Yes, go on. He was telling us off camera, he's like, hey, I mean, uh, Tosh, uh, Tosh took her... Sh- I mean, she shot her shot, but... Yeah. Uh, and you know, and she follows Lado's rule book. Yeah, that was it. She yeah. follows Lado's rule book. She took her shot. But Do, are we supposed um, to have read that? He ends up giving uh, her his rose to Catherine, which I know is a favorite of yours. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't mind her, but he's not into her. I saw them make out, and it was a very stiff make out on both sides. Well, uh, but I like Catherine. I think one. Th- I think one thing's for sure, though. Catherine could now feel uh, validated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's quite um, a few that don't feel validated. Also, a, a brief interlude before we forget. Christina Mandrell, the niece of Barbara Mandrell. Okay. Her, her, she's uh, the daughter of one of the Mandrell sisters, Erlene Mandrell. So obviously, f- like forty years separates Barbara from her youngest it, sister. It, <laughs> kind of weird because the sisters were on it was the show was ca- called the mandrell sisters i believe or ba- the barbara mandrell show with the mandrell sisters so it is kind of i mean it could have been you know a, a could have been a late in life pregnancy i don't know so uh there you have it barbara mandrell's niece um the date is supposed to be very intimate and what happens is they go right to a helicopter and hard pass by the way takes them through all the cliches of los angeles including the mansion the bachelor mansion yep like if you and i right now are like hey let's go on a one of those helicopter tours yep it would go by the bachelor mansion uh the hollywood sign griffith park yep uh dodger stadium santa monica pier which the most overrated never go there the city never go there ever goes to the getty yes yeah so um, they do all that, and then obviously they must have landed the uh, helicopter down near North Orange County, maybe uh, maybe at that Tustin Irvine base or something. But oh, I don't think they because, can do uh, that. Well, they the next place they're yeah. at is Zach's parents' place yeah. in Anaheim Hills. Well, you know what they and did. I- you know what they did is they flew that helicopter back to Van Nuys or wherever they took off from, and then they just got in a suburban and. Dr- <laughs> And drove to Anaheim Hills. I guarantee you that probably, it was cheaper. Probably. But uh, they made it look like they flew to his uh, near his parents' place in Anaheim Hills. And the reason I know it's Anaheim Hills is because it looks like every Orange County yeah. backyard I ever grew yeah. up being in. Yeah. Um, it just that there, it has a certain look, and it looked yep. like every one of my friends' backyards. Yep. Um, so this is what it is, and this is kind of a protocol breaker. But as Christina pointed out. Uh, my hot girlfriend, Christina, Yep, she points this out. I think this has happened at least once, maybe even twice in the last three or four seasons. 
where a fu- the subject of the show introduces one of the castmate members to their family, like on yeah. the first date. No, this is the date of the season. I, let's recall. I, I recall um, Ari Leyendike Jr. doing this with one of his broads. Yeah, and I, I want to yeah. say Michelle, uh, who from Minnesota. I don't know if you remember. Yes, she, she, she did it. A Minnesota yep. basketball player. She brought one of her yep. dudes back to her parents' place, and they just happened to surprise uh, return from their whatever. It's, it, um, from my from my recollection, the the person that meets the parents early on is they'll go a while. They'll be they'll yeah. that's your destined to be on the show a while. But also, they always feel like. They they have an in. They they're like, oh, I've won. I've won the show. I've met his. He wouldn't bring me to meet his parents. It's a major yeah. advantage, and they don't but, win. But it also dilutes the whole thing about meeting the parents at the very end. Like, yeah, traditionally the final two dudes meet the parents. That's so right. When you have them meeting the parents in the first date, yep. it really kind of, I don't know, confuses that whole uh, protocol. So, anyways. Um, she, uh, goes into the backyard. They're having some kind of a birthday party for his mom. Um, and you know, she's hamming it up with the family, but the whole time she keeps saying, you know, I still need to tell Zach about my kid and I'm nervous, but you know, I, I love being with this family. Um, and this is what Zach says to us, the viewers. He's like, uh, uh, I just want her to get to know my family better. You know, I don't. Uh, what you want her to get your know your family? She doesn't even know you. Yeah, like you just met her five minutes ago. Right. Well, how about you get to know her, you, you, and then you could introduce her to the, your family. Yeah, you don't even know she has a daughter called Blakely May. She's talking to your family, and you don't even know about the most important thing yep. in her life. It's a fucking joke. They but, know uh, her better than you do. Zach shall not. <laughs> That's what's so funny about this family outing thing. She either she didn't tell the family about this incredibly important thing in her life. Yep. She did, and they just chose not to show it in the edit. So, um, um, so Zach, um, like Christina hit a home run with the family, and they they go to some place. I'm not even sure where in Anaheim Hills. So as oh, sitting they down, went to the no, they went to the Orange Mining Company. You, oh, you're, tell, you're telling me you've never been to a a wedding at the Orange Mining Company? Never. No. It's a, it's an old restaurant in Orange County. It's on it's in um, uh, in Orange Hills on the side of that mountain there, overlooking the 55 freeway. That's where Doug Gottlieb was uh, lived. Yes. Yeah. He's from Orange. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Orange Mining Company. It's old, and you go there if if someone you know is having a relatively budget wedding or, <laughs> or if you work somewhere that is looking to host a Christmas party at a place that's easy access for people that live a lot of different places. Those are the two th- times I think I've been to the orange mining company. It's iconic. Well-known rest, a great view, great view from the orange mining company. The more you talk about, the more you've been there. Now I, I have definitely have been there, no, and I've been yeah. there for a wedding. Yes, no one. Now I know that I've been there for a wedding. Yes, yeah. you have. You drive up the side of a hill. I I totally remember it now. Yes, yep. Yep. I didn't know. Th- I didn't know they were there. Okay, yeah. the Orange so, Mining uh, Company. So over uneaten food, which on this show, uneaten food is the code term for yeah. 
that time after a date when they could really get to know each other. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. And they and they never eat their food. Never. So um so she th- this is the problem with the approach. Like in just normal human conversation, just be like, "Hey, um I have a 6-year-old and I love him to death and he's he's the love of my life and I want to tell you all about him." But instead she's like, "Um I got some pretty big news. Um, I really think I need you. I you need to hear about this. It's you know, yeah. Um, and, and 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 you know, if you have a problem with it, please let me know. Yeah, because it's a lot. Like she gives us huge buildup. Yeah, and he's just sitting there like, holy shit, man! This she's got like fucking cancer or something. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I have a six year old. Yeah. Blakely May. Um, Blakely May. Yeah. Yeah. It's a daughter, by the way. Yes. And, uh, so his, it's great to see his initial reaction because he pauses. Oh yeah, and he says, "Okay." <laughs> so this is what this is what he didn't do. He didn't say like, "No kidding, really." <laughs> what's what's her name? <laughs> how how, yes. how old is she? how old yes. is she? Like what? Yeah, what, you know whatever. And uh, he just says okay, and then just yep. sits there and waits yeah. for her to talk. And then he finally gets around to asking about her and stuff. But um, his first reaction should tell her and the, by the way, the rest of the castmates should know about this, that he says the word scary and terrified (laughs) at at least eight times when, when explaining how he feels about becoming an immediate stepfather. He is, he is, he is so clearly not into it he's 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 the opposite of into it but but he doesn't want to seem like an asshole so he pretends that he's not not into it right yeah yeah no it's one of those things on tv and it's really this generation like you know we mention this all the time the cast members on this show probably don't remember living without watching this show like they, yeah. they grew up with the show literally. Yep. So you have your initial organic reaction, but then you have what you think you should say on camera to yep. a woman yeah. who just told you she has a kid. And he's pretty, he, 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 he recovers pretty well in that regard, but yep. he keeps saying, I'm scared. That scares me. Yeah. He uses the term scares me shitless. Yeah. Um, that should be a huge red flag for her. So yep. in other words, she was concerned that this was going to be a major red flag for him. Yeah, yeah. Now his reaction should be a major red flag for her. And she should race back to the castmates totally. and be like, this was his reaction. Yeah. to me saying, I have a kid. Yeah. That's a red flag people. Um, I mean, he kind of recovers and he ends up giving her a rose and he's like, this scares the shit out of me, but uh, I'm going to give you a rose and uh, I'm going to, you know, I want to learn more. I want to, I want to see where this yeah. goes. And, uh, and, but but I think his reaction should be a giant red flag totally. for the rest of the cast. And, and also he's like, you know, I um I want to have kids, and I I you know I don't know what that's going to look like, and I you know I'm worried that I'll be a bad dad. Yeah, you're he. She's not asking you to be the dad of the kid. <laughs> yeah, she's just letting you know that she has the responsibility of a child in her life, and she's not just she's not expecting. A, a certain picture of the future with you in that kid's life. She's just going, Hey, 
here's here. This is part of me. This is this is who I am. It's really it really it has nothing to do with you, Zach Shalcross. Like, just keep going. Move on. Um. So it, as you're talking, I just thought about this. One of the Mandrell legacy. So yeah. let's just assume she maybe there's there's an estate, there's money oh, there. for sure. Nashville. I'm I'm guessing she probably has a baby with some rich musician. Hold on, it Nashville. says right here. No, I got yeah, it right I, here. I, I know Reality Steve has all this information, but I'm guessing that he probably pays her, you know, ten thousand bucks a month in child support. Maybe. I'm guessing there's nanny involved. This isn't your typical like single mother. If you choose me, then you're going to be an instant stepfather who's going to be with my child every day. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's kind of a famous single mom arrangement where this, this child is very insulated with nannies and family and money. Hold on. The Bachelor season 27. Who is Christina Mandrell's ex-husband, Blake Dennis? <laughs> Christina Mandrell. Just hold on. Hold on. Who is he? Who is he? Uh, it doesn't really say. The two were first seen together in 2012. Christina so was around 17 years old at the time. Oh, okay. Then that... That was the math I was yeah. trying to do in my head too. Yeah, that does that means that she's twenty three. That does that doesn't add yeah. up. But anyways, he li- uh, It doesn't say he lives in Nashville, Tennessee, and spends a lot of time on the lake and duck hunting. They were together uh, nine years. So, as he's reacting this way, yeah, I'm 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 telling Christina, I'm like, he is so immature. Like yeah. like you said, he made it yeah. about himself there. Yeah, he didn't really hide the fact yes. that, that he's terrified of this shit. It just means that he's emotionally immature and the, he's not look, ready for this. Look, this guy is a dud, like all bachelors. He is a right. zero. He's got, he offers nothing. He's got an underbite. He's got a little bit of chest hair. He's tall. That's what he's got to offer. Even on his season of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, he was like the sixth most memorable guy. Like they pick him because not, not despite the fact that he has nothing to offer, but because of the fact he has nothing to offer. He has no personality. None of these chicks is that interested in him. I guarantee you (laughs) he's not, he's not famous. He's not interesting. His uncle is putty, which is all he's got going for him. It's, you know, this is, this is what this show does. They pick a guy that's that's white and tall and sell software. And, and if you have too much personality, you're disqualified. Yes. And so like, to me that his reaction was just an immature reaction and he has the balls. Yes. After he, after they ended up kind of having this reconciliation conversation and him giving her a rose and saying, let's, let's just try it. And, and keep learning about this. He actually had the balls to say to us, the viewers, I thought that was a very mature way of handling that conversation. Like, no, no. it wasn't mature. It yes. was the opposite of mature. Um, so anyways, Christina gets a rose. Yeah. Uh, so she's good for at least one well, more episode. Well, she's got, she's got the met the family thing and she's got a kid and it's kind of like, you know, she's, you can't just kick her off or you look like an asshole. So she'll, she'll, she'll be like top yeah. five. 
Yeah, you're right. If, yeah. if he would have walked away at that point, yep. then he, he would have been shit on. So, um, so we get to the final date. Um, and he was basically just like, you know, I just want to get to know you guys and come to my backyard, wherever he lives. They just went to his backyard so they can get to know each other better. Yep. Um, this Ariel from New York, um, she's kind of she's a cool chick. She seems like she seems kind of understated. Um, and she likes has a one on one time with him. And she but this is this is what you don't want to do with one on one time. Like with the one on one time to me, it's just like have a fucking conversation. Just have a conversation. But she's like she gives him a pen and paper and says, all right, write down your biggest fears about this about this show oh and, and, and what's to come. It's like that's like you're, you're making someone work like I yeah. don't, don't do that. Just yeah. fucking talk and then yeah. make out and then you're good. Yeah. Um, so she does that and they they do this little cute thing and they, they exchange what they're most afraid of. And then she's like, um, do you want to read one of the things I'm most afraid of? And 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 the card says um, m- one of my biggest fears is not getting a kiss on this date. Yeah. yeah. What if like, what what if instead the card said you finding out I have genital herpes? <laughs> Like how much more interesting of a show is it? That's that's worse than having a kid. That's that's a bigger hurdle to climb, right? So she um <laughs> they start they start to make out cuz he says something really cheesy like, "Well, I I, I could resolve that right oh, now. I could, yeah, I could." Definitely. And uh yeah. so they start making out and she says uh off camera she's like, "I I'm blushing and I'm blushing in places where I shouldn't be blushing." And I'm like, wow, oh. what does that even mean? Christina, my super hot girlfriend, Christina yes. says, um, Can't confirm. she means that blood is rushing to her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, no, she's, she's, yeah. she's got an ocean of juices. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's what she's, she's like, Hey, here, um, have you been to Niagara Falls? Because it's, I got that happening right now that, yeah, that's what's going on. Um, there's this really lame woman named Gabby, and I want to say she's from Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, the one with and the massive chin. She's all in her head about, yes. I haven't talked to him once. Yes. I've yet to talk to this guy. I'm not sure what we're going to do. I don't know, how, know what we're going to say. Yeah. And then their one-on-one time was her just talking about herself, and it was awkward, and he didn't make out with her. He just kind of gave her a hug. And then he get, she gets back to the rest of the women, and they were all talking about how how they made out with them. And yeah. she's like, she yeah. literally said, "Why didn't he make out with me?" Like, yeah, so, this is where the so, tongue kissing discussion came in. And do, well, do, was she like, "Do you think he didn't make out with me because he he didn't have an angle grinder to take off a few layers of chin so that his face would actually meet up with mine?" So. So there's, a, <laughs> yeah. so she sits down with them finally, and yeah. it doesn't go well at all. She's all in her head about it. She starts crying to a producer about it. Um, then there's the remember I told you there was a reversed age woman on this cast. Yeah. So most women yeah. lie about their age in the sense that they say they're younger, younger. than they are. Yeah. This this cast member Jess yeah. says she's 23, but she looks. 14 maybe it's because her hair is always back she and she just looks like a kid yes she she's um um, she's very pretty 
And you, and only a pretty girl can wear their hair back like that because it's, she's just showing her face, but you're right. She's very petite. She's very little. She has like a little like pixie face, you know, like she's, um, yeah, she looks, she looks very young. And he tells her, like, I think she says something like, tell me something that nobody else knows or something like that. And he's like, well, I have general herpes. The reason I have such a strong bond with my mom is because, uh, I was born with a disease and I almost died like right away. Yeah. I was, I was getting bored by that point. What was, what did he have? Like a heart condition or something? He said it or something. He said the name of it. I don't know it. It's a very multi syllabic word that I didn't care to look up. Oh, were the three, were the three syllables HIV? (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know. High five. Um, But yeah, high five. Um, So, Anyways, he tells her that, and then they make out. So anyways, uh, he goes back to the couch, and he does the old traditional Bachelor thing of naming three people that made an impression on him. Ariel, you showed me a lot, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, Jess, you made me say something that I would never told anybody. And he gives Jess the rose. So then this woman, Gabby, starts crying off offset with the producer oh yeah she goes to leave yeah yeah guess what she says she says that she doesn't feel validated yeah (laughs) she tells the producer i don't feel validated so um so jess has a rose christina's got a rose yeah and uh who got the bad bitch rose uh oh um i can't remember because none of them were bad bitches didn't didn't we uh was it Catherine who got the bad bitch rose? Was it Catherine? Oh Catherine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Catherine. So um so anyways, um let's see here. We're gonna head to the uh to the rose ceremony, yep. but what happens in between? Um not much. So Well, um, there's a lot of um is they do that thing where they go, Am I gonna get a rose? I didn't get time, and there's always one person they fix on fixate on for that, and it was Brianna. Well, so the Brianna drama continues, yeah, yeah. Um, and she she comes up with a weird fucking exchange on the first night with uh, Greer. Was oh it yeah, Greer or no Christina? Christina. Oh yeah. So you could you could totally read through this, right? Christina got the first one on one date. She met the family. Yeah, she's a threat. She's the number one threat. Yep. And I think in Brianna's weird neurotic mind, she's like, I'm going to take her down a peg. And I'm going to tell Zach that on the first night, Christina said, oh, my God, I hate you, JK. Yeah. Like, oh, and then, yes. And, and then they, they showed it. They showed how she said yes. it. it was basically, you have a rose. And this you're was so in a, dumb. You're in a dress with roses. Yes. You look beautiful. Oh, my God, I hate you, JK. Yes. That, and there's zero offense offensive language in that or gesture at all and brianna yeah brianna said that it it affected her in a negative way and she's going to tell zach about it um yeah yeah (laughs) she she sits down with zach and she's like i just want to let you know i'm getting along with everybody but one person like she made me feel real uncomfortable on the first night and uh Brianna did this thing where she's like, I mean, do you want me to tell tell you who it is? And Zach wanted no piece of it. He's like, I mean, 
uh, I mean, you could tell me, sure, but like, I mean, if you guys have already resolved it, right, you know, we don't have to mention any names. Like, he didn't want it, any of it. So she ends up not mentioning her by name, but then she tells him the story anyways. And then he was like, that's it? Like, that's all she said to you? Like, and then he ba- he literally says to her, I just feel like there's always something going on here. There's, you know, a lot of negative energy. He says, um, you know, it's not very fun talking to you. And Brianna's just like, holy shit, uh, I'm in trouble. So she's on the, um, I don't know, her head's on the chopping block for the rose ceremony. One thing I do need to mention about the the pre-rose ceremony drinks, um, Gabby, the one who is all in her feelings about not being validated, she got some quality time with him and he made her feel good. Yeah. And Gabby gave him peanut butter cups she said i heard you like peanut butter cups and they start eating peanut butter cups like that would be one thing like horrible breath peanut butter it's a bad thing to like put shit in your mouth when you're about to meet and make out with a bunch of women but remember the first night she was the one who gave her fucking vermont maple syrup oh yeah do a shot of syrup what are you doing what what are you trying to do to this person's uh breath and I'm, i'm guessing maybe next next uh episode she's going to give him corn nuts well yeah or doritos but well, well, hold on hey i mean maple syrup's a delightful odor you wouldn't be you wouldn't be bummed if somebody made out with you with maple syrup on their breath overwhelming it's yeah but it's not i mean it's not it's not harsh i would say so she's gonna she she's probably gonna uh whip out a bag of buttholes and give it to him to eat before uh before the next rose ceremony um so uh so they go to the rose ceremony brianna's the one who's most dr- uh dramatic because she thinks she's she's going home um all the girls just want to feel validated by getting roses everybody gets a rose and we're down to the final rose and uh, Brianna gets the final rose, so he's gonna keep yeah. the negative energy. Every time up. they set you up with the "I'm not gonna get a rose" person, that person gets a rose. By the way, right? Yeah, right. And so the two people that go home that I know of, maybe there were more than two, but two that I saw by um, name yeah. are uh, Kimberly and Cat. I knew Cat. Which which one's Kimberly again? I don't know. Me either. I, yeah, I didn't recognize her at all. Uh, uh, yeah, same. Cat, who's who's a great personality. I agree, but no, she's she's heading home. So it's it's weird because there's nobody really of consequence at this point in the show. So Cat is someone that kind of has personality. Why wouldn't they just keep her around? Like she's kind of funny. Like just have her there and get rid of the rest of these zeros. You know, big chin, skinny person. <laughs> you know, like for he um I remember he sent a bunch of women of color home in the first night but he he kept i think all of them this time around yeah no he sent he hold on he sent home he was he he's obviously racist against asians because he sent home both the asian girl and indian girl but he's so far he has yet to send home a black girl there's three genevieve brianna Allie. if you say so charity there's like five. No, there chicks. isn't. No, I think there's only three. <laughs> there's a, there's one named Charity. There's not Allie. one called Allie. Yes, Allie's Did, really. I'm like super happy black chick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, Genevieve and uh, one other that we're not mentioning. Yeah. Um. So, the the tease for next week is that 
it looks like Christina starts to become the villain. She starts to act really cocky. She's probably empowered by this whole thing where she met the family and stuff. Yep. Um, and you start seeing some cat fights with Christina. Finally. And she's the one, if you look close enough, is the one that's laying on the steps. Oh, it is in, her in, 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 in the G string. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I look um, forward to that. Yeah. There's some, some, some crying in the next one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of lived up to what we thought in that Zach is exceptionally boring. He's so you boring. Can already, you can already see the producers like working overtime and trying to fucking uh, mix this up and get people out of sorts. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. Yes. Episode uh, two in the books. Alley 26, hometown Atlanta, Georgia, occupation healthcare strategist made up. Fun fact. Allie is a proud collector of porcelain dolls. So, serial killer. (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah, let's do it. We'll do it again next week, or maybe, because you're going to be at the Super Bowl. If you can't do it, maybe I'll I'll get a fill-in. We'll see. Oh! Well, I mean, just for a week. I don't know about that. What? We can do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. For Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. We're we're here talking Bachelor. This is the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Ballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next time. We're making a connection and falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. we toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle.